0: happy tuesday y'all and if you can hear me and if you have you know food shelter you laugh today you were happy today you didn't have to hear bombs you didn't have to hear sirens you didn't have to wonder if your family was alive guess what your day wasn't that bad i wonder how many of us are really paying attention to what's happening in gaza And for that matter, you know, how many of us are recognizing why this is a situation that warrants our interest and we should be concerned. You know, we're witnessing genocide. At least that's what some of us are saying, not everybody. CJ here, and this is the sound of black and brown. We have been talking about Palestine, Gaza, war, you know, a lot of topics that for whatever reason, (laughs) none known to us, you know, people seem to think that black and brown people don't talk about these things. They seem to think that black and brown people don't have conversations about war, about recessions, about, you know, the cost and standard of living. They seem to think that we just, I don't know what, why, you know, you don't see us getting credited enough for having these conversations that's my opinion on it Uh, i feel that we deprive ourselves a lot of um recognition for the work that we have done to really pave humanity as black and brown people i genuinely feel that way i think that in this country known as the united states of america the mental slavery is such that black and brown people are very good at ignoring their own goodness and have a hard time supporting and encouraging and empowering others. You know, we're not as nice to each other as our ancestors used to be. I wonder sometimes if the folks from the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, specifically the 50s, the civil rights leaders, if they were to see how we talk to each other and treat each other, if they were to see how we are ignoring some of us are ignoring what's happening in Palestine and we have this kind of well that happening over there so why does it matter over here attitude I wonder if our ancestors from the civil rights would be happy about that I don't think they would I, I really don't think so um, and for those who feel you know as black and brown people that the genocide we're witnessing in Palestine is not something that we as black and brown people need to care about. You're fooling yourself. Outside of America, South Africa and Latin America have stood up in solidarity. You know, they're marching, they're chanting, they're not holding back. And I look around locally here in New Haven and I'm like, what the fuck? Now, before I go on, because last episode I got so into this, because I, I don't know how not to, MashaAllah, what man has ignored, Allah will not. Don't forget I said that. I'll say it one more time for the people in the back. Mashallah, what man has ignored, Allah will not. Allah is greater. You know, the people cried out, they begged for help and man ignored and on one basis, I dare say fascism. So before I go on, I wanna thank everybody who, continue to like, share, subscribe. Thank you so much for your support and encouragement. We can't do this without you all. And we have here with us Three-Fifths and Manny, and we're gonna unpack this. Power, place, privilege, and Gaza. So um, I started off by saying that, you know, <laughs> despite the fact that we're watching people being killed, bombed, isolated, left without food, water, basic human rights supplies, you know, we still have people who have black and brown people who have this mentality of well, that doesn't affect me, Manny, what's your
1: yeah, um i mean it's like I had said uh, when I previously was talking about this topic right um is that I don't think people are realizing um one right the the severity of this. That, you know, that bottom line, I think people are, are quite oblivious to the severity, right? But two, the very real risk that is almost becoming reality, um, dare I say, that what is happening there is very much starting to spread. Uh, and here's what I mean by that, right? Um, there are already talks uh, the past couple of days of other countries wanting to get involved. Iran, for example. Oh,
0: wait, no, 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 um, wait. I got to correct you there. That's past tense. It's no longer wanting. They are. I was just oh, actually. Right, yeah,
2: sorry, I saw that. No, no,
0: because it literally happened within the last 30 minutes. See, yeah, the leadership of Palestine was going to meet with Biden and the leadership of Israel. The leadership of Palestine just said, fuck it, right? Now you have Iran, Saudi Arabia, listen to the list, right? These aren't, (laughs) listen, I don't know if people understand what's going on here. These are some big power players, right? North Korea about to jump in the dance, China about to jump in the dance right we didn't even finish with that side of the middle
1: east yet right exactly so you know so that's what i'm like i'm trying to emphasize to people is the very real reality that it is starting to to appear right is the fact that this conflict right i mean we were talking about marijuana when, when the russian ukraine was you know uh had first started uh, and then, you know, the, the first month or two of that, and we were like, whoa, like, you know, th- this might, you know, uh, escalate into a global situation, you know, and other countries might get involved. Um, and we started talking about the NATO alliance and, and all that, right? And uh, okay, but now compared to this conflict, this conflict is holding much more substantial proof of all our concerns that we had with the Russian-Ukraine conflict. No, 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 no. no. Now, now we're actually starting to see this at play here. You know, uh, with the, the Israel-Palestine, the Russian-Ukraine. It was a what if. Israel-Palestine. It's it's a matter of when, really. That now now it's for real. It's That's not, the really,
0: real question. Okay. Is not what if. Yeah. Because the other thing about this is, it went. I mean, we're going on to almost two weeks now, right? Two weeks, and they just bombed a hospital. Did you know that? Yeah. Five hundred people just lost their lives, including children. I want three fifths to chime in real quick. What are you thinking? Should black and brown people care? Why and why don't? They have to to care.
3: If if, if you go back to the '60s and beyond the '60s and '30s, what black people had to face? Police murders, lynchings. What's the difference in that, and, and what's going on now? Dr. King said, "What did, he, what did Dr. King say?" But an injustice anywhere an is justice What everywhere. What does that sign say that we always hear? They came for this person. They came for that person. And they came for me. There was nobody left to help me. What's what's surprising me most is I ain't hear black leadership or Latino leadership politicians utter one word
0: of what side they are that not one Yo, talk that talk. Not a peep. not a peep. The United- the United and in Connecticut, it's been real quiet. Where were the Palestine people? Where How come we not seeing black and I was just literally saying that right before, you know because I feel like our ancestors would look at this shit and say, "What the fuck is wrong with y'all?" And not one leader, not one. I'm yet to see one. Manny, what do you think? Have you seen any black or brown leaders particularly talking?
1: No, not publicly. Publicly, um, I have not seen any, you know, declaration or statement. Um, No, nothing like that.
0: See, this is what I'm saying. So going back to you, three-fifths, you know, that's, that's something serious there. Like, why are the black and brown legislators so quiet, do you think? Because
3: so they're still in the Ukraine cloud that they they support Ukraine. They're in that cloud. How many, remember that? How many black and Latinos up there, first thing, jumped on Ukraine's bandwagon, which has neo Nazis, by the way?
2: That's right. We won't talk
3: about that. But they, they jumped on that bandwagon, jumped right on that bandwagon. And of them mean
2: you know. <laughs> hmm. Facts. Straight
0: I facts. I call name. I Listen, do what you need. Do what you need. We ain't afraid here. I, 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 you know, I, I saw oh, shit. He has, has he released anything? I haven't heard him say anything about any of this. That's interesting. You're right. I see the criminalization now of and brown youth with these ATVs and these dirt bikes and stuff. No, that's not off topic. That's not off topic. No, 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 no. That's not off topic. That's right on topic. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong.
3: I almost, my wife had a big, big SUV. I almost killed one of them. Because the bike stuff under the car. I didn't see it slide up in the laser, don't pull off. Kids under your under your car. So I got out. He, the bike was under there. I said, "Hold it! Don't tear my at the bottom." So I got him the bike out. That could have killed you, man. You know. And he said something. He said, "Listen, well, let's give us a place to ride." He jumped on the bike and and, and left. So yes, they, they 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 need a place to ride. We get money for this. Hugh we got money for this. Get a track for them. There's a place that you can get for you them. Know? But all of a sudden, we got to crack down now. And who do we see in behold in New
2: Haven Independent? Yes. Politicians sitting up there with the
0: mayor. Yes, yes, facts, straight facts, but they won't say anything about Palestine, right? They won't say anything about those folks right now, like a hospital's been bombed, these people have no electricity, their water and other supplies are running even lower right the The emergency personnel like they're at their wits end. I can't imagine do people even realize that Israel has bombed. This country more times than the US did in two years in Afghan Afghanistan. <laughs>
3: okay.
0: oh, they on break. <laughs> they took break. <laughs> they took a break. They you know what it was? They went to help McDonald's feed the troops, the Israeli troops. That's what it was. That's that was a good thing to do probably. You know, because that's that makes sense. You know, people don't Manny laid out the history beautifully last week. Right, People need to know the history here right, and, and go deep into that because you have to go back to what really, really happened when the Muslims met the Jews and who offered whom a refuge. So there's a whole history here that's so ironic. So we have people saying that they're not against what's happening right now, meaning they're pro-Palestine fighting back because on a large scale, it's the world powers trying to take this last lot of land. And who's going to benefit, going back to Manny's point just now, you got to look at who, which countries are aligning with which, right? There's a reason for that. Follow the money. Why is the U.S. sending Israel money for war? Why did? Why was that an expense? I, I think three-fifths and Manny, there was um, other ways we could have used those funds, no? I would dare think so. But like you said, three-fifths, that doesn't matter because as long as you could put those little boys on the ATVs in jail, that's all that matters, right? That's right. Keep the present pipe. Keep the present. Uh, the present pipeline. Yes. Keep the schools looking like jails. I'm sure, Manny, when you were in high school, that. Yes.
3: Don't think the white suburbs gonna have it, cause West Haven Then why your white kids are riding through here left and right.
0: Listen, but they have a whole park though. Didn't West Haven build like a whole park for them over there? But but wait a minute, I thought, I heard that you, you see how all those businesses are getting torn down. I know that there's other businesses coming here, but my understanding is that that is going to get expanded. See, here's what I'm going to give West Haven two seconds of credit for. The fact that they're actually having that conversation. Whereas Dustin Elliker will stand up there in the New Haven Independent and make it sound like these people just committed a crime. What am I missing? (laughs) (laughs) Three-fifths, right? But see, that's why I said this does relate to Palestine because it's the same shit. It's the same shit, right? People ignoring what's right in front of them, right? They're ignoring it. They're seeing it. It's happening right here. It's happening right here, right now. And if you think your cost of living is high no. What do you think is gonna happen if this goes any further in terms of the cost of living three fifths in your
2: experience? Oh yeah.
3: well let's start with gas. That's the Middle East. You might see gas prices for the winter, four dollars a gallon. Sort of gets, in,
0: gets involved. Well the Middle East, I mean that's one of the countries that's about to get involved. That's what I'm saying. Like all the countries so far, Pakistan is another one, right? The list is growing just so people know, like that list that's on the pro-Palestine side is not a short list. I don't know what the fuck paper you're reading, but pay attention to that list and who is in that list. And when we're talking about places like Iran, right? And we're talking about military weapons, don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on these people. How they say that they, they
3: say well. What does that have to do with me? How many? How many of them have
0: children in the national guard? <laughs> well, I was just about to say that to to ask Manny to chime in on that because, you know, he also shared that amongst his peers, right? Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, right? That's a good range right there. I'd say, Manny, correct me if I'm wrong. But the conversations are already starting amongst the black and brown young people about being recruited, especially since we know that right now, the military, that people aren't really, you know, they're not signing up. Manny, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Um, No, you're right. I mean, the the conversations are being held, you know, concerns are being raised, um, you know, and and different scenarios are already being pondered. Um, just or actually earlier today, um, as I was leaving one of my classes, you know, with a classmate of mine, uh, well, you know, his aspiration is to be in the Air Force. Um, and so, you know, he was talking to me about the Israel-Palestine conflict. He was like, oh, you know, many this this going on. He says I'm supposed to be going for, uh, training, um, you know, uh, soon. He says, but I I wonder if this will affect that. He says, I wonder if, in the middle of me training, he said they just decide to send me out. And I said, well, I said, you know, that that's a very real, um, you know, concern. I say, you know, you're not the only one. I I've heard, you know, this type of concern from, um. Right. I had the other friend of mine, you know, nineteen years old, um, you know, signed up for the uh, you know, selective service and got his card and everything right. Um and, you know, he shared the very same concern, right? What if what if it comes down to a draft and then we get drafted? So, you know, um it's, it's definitely already being brought up, you know, from people who want nothing to do with the military, you know, to people who, um, you know, peers who, who want to be, you know, a different branch of the military. But to, it's, it's always the same uh, concern. What does this Israel-Palestine conflict mean for us? Right. You know, so, yeah.
0: I want to jump in there real quick because I read about that because so some of the reasons why they're saying Gen Z is not interested in being recruited, right? Especially right now. They're saying that there's no financial incentive. They're saying there's no education incentive, but they're also saying that they don't see a reason to go to war. Like that's something like they want to know why. Why should I go? Very true. Right. See? look at that like they don't want to just go and and what's been recognized is that previously you know folks would be proud to serve the country they're happy to go they feel you know confident and they're excited but now especially right now a lot of the gen z people are like no and most of them interestingly enough don't fit the physical requirements
2: very very
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm that's, sorry. That's so <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I th- I just think that's so hilarious because you know, as a mother of children who like to play games that have military components, I find that so interesting yeah. because all y'all will go play the video game, but then when the people come say, "Come serve your country," like, nah, I don't think so. I'll, I'll yeah. just go eat these Doritos real quick. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> you're you're on point. <laughs> yeah.
1: That that is that is probably the most true statement you can say.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean nobody and and quite frankly, with this situation here with Palestine, a lot what I'm hearing from a lot of Gen Z people is that they don't want to fight in this particular war. they yeah. don't agree with it well, yep. they don't agree with it because again, this goes back there's the Israel war crimes, there's the fact that this war is is as three first pointed out. Is based on fascism and that's heavy. Europe needs to take accountability. You want to say more on that, three? Um,
3: yes, they do. Yes, yes, they do. It, it, it's like I said, right now, the war machine is grinding. One thing I'll say about your classmate, or Brother Manny, when you go out the Air Force, believe it or not, and National Guard, they don't go. They go, but they don't go. They're not in the combat situation. That was actually created, to say the rich created that, actually, so the white boys that were getting drafted and stuff during the Vietnam War and other wars, they were able to go safe haven. That's why you never hear about the Air Force being bombed over there. They're mostly home base. They work in, in, in hospitals. The, the, the planes might be on an aircraft carrier or something, but they don't. they don't go in the front line. So a lot of people, they, 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 they go into that Air Force. But like you said, sister, the accountability, what can I say, you know, it's, it's, I just say this, we got to get away from seriously, the poetry slams, the, 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 pacification of the this is serious, this is serious, I don't know if you heard, not in the hospital, it happened already, I put it on my Facebook page, some guy stabbed a, a killed
0: year six old Muslim child, and stabbed Yes, I saw that last night, and the boy died, and if you see the picture of the person who did it, talk about white trash. Like you could see the rage in this person. That's a. He'll get a crazy. Path. Of course, he'll get a slap on the hand. But this is what I'm saying. Like to me, three fifths and Manny, this is a war on Islam. This is a war on Islam. This is to me ethnic cleansing, right? I mean, my God, Gaza is an open prison. They describe it like that. Imagine living in a place where they're expected to hear bombs. We speak about this. We mention this all the time. Most of these children, you know, they're growing up orphaned, right? Some of them will never know their parents or even their relatives. They just got separated from their family. We have parents burying children. And that's what I'm finding interesting. I'm glad that you brought up the Red Cross because why doesn't anybody care about the fact that so many women and children are dying three-fifths see but that's the thing that's where i you know i'm not saying you know i know you're not saying that but people do have to care because you see this war right here go ahead sorry yeah.
3: that, the, per- the person of little
0: boy and his mother it could have been one of us. The, I was just about to say it. Yes. Correct because it's listen we have people who have corner stores who are muslim who are back to being afraid because it's starting up again. It's starting up again. People are losing their jobs or they're getting you know profiled
2: we, we, we Americans are just killed.
3: A back in the Dominican Republic they thought they were Haitian. Where's US some troops over to the Dominican Republic to deal with those Haitian killings over there?
0: Right. well right well see those could die that's that's the thing you could die i don't care right. and to me that's all the different layers people need to be looking at like you're looking at what's happening in gaza first of all don't think that it can happen here what's fucked up right now is is that people need to realize islam is the biggest religion in the world it's right up there second you know would be buddhism but they're neck and neck different reports you'll see them you know i'll say they're neck and neck christianity comes lower actually right that has changed over you know COVID actually did that because people started to pull away from christianity right that's a whole other conversation and and go to these other forms of spirituality There Islam. The, you the hook. They got their Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But this right here, right, this war in Gaza, I don't think people are ready to see what that repercussion is gonna be because you have Muslim countries and continents that, you know, typically would not even be in agreement. You have Iran saying, Oh yeah, we told you once. We told you twice, and now they're saying they ain't gonna tell you no more. I would not take that lightly. You even now they're even saying Iraq is about to get involved. Can you imagine that, Manny? What's your thoughts on?
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's becoming it's becoming a very very scary scenario. It is um, to think about the fact that if, if any of these countries join, i mean you know regardless of the size, these countries don't, and and the nato alliance decides you know like in the blink of an eye right that they want to you know I- invoke um you know the article that declares pretty much world war 3 right then then they could do it and just just like that they can do it they can invoke the article and now we are in the midst of World War Three, And then at that point, right, any of these countries is pretty much a no-holds-barred. You know, World War Three. Now, now they can use any weapon in their, <laughs> in their armory uh, and even use it as an excuse to attack other countries, right? I mean, they can. <laughs> they didn't even have to be fighting in the Israel-Palestine geographical region. If China decides... They wants to take advantage of that and 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 bomb Saudi Arabia or, or bomb the U.S. or vice versa. You know, Saudi Arabia size wants to bomb what? I mean, they could. I'm not saying they they want to. There's any intention?
0: do No, no. Know, but that's let's what let's I'm saying on. with this. Just to jump in there, here's the irony. Here, you have countries like Egypt, right? Iraq, Saudi Arabia, China. Listen to who I'm talking about. Jordan, these are countries that typically wouldn't sit down and even want to be in the same room. Right, right. Right. But they are all saying, you all are committing genocide. Yeah. That is not a good fucking look because when you have people who typically don't agree. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Shit. They don't like each other. And
0: they they <laughs> don't like each other, but they said, nah, fuck that. Right. And that's what three first and I are saying, like people don't realize this is huge. Right Uh, now your friend, um, Kim Jong-un three fifths bestie who uh, likes to set off missiles and shit, he is also getting involved. Right. You see, so now the U S right as three fifths had pointed out before, why did it take you so long to call for a ceasefire? Why are you so reluctant to stop this war? Who wants to take that first?
2: Okay. Please don't rush. Whoever wants to comment on that first. <laughs> again, where are the UN peacekeepers? Why the United
0: Nations have assembled yet? They should have been assembled. That's what it's for. Well, my understanding is the United Nation has called for a ceasefire and has also called out the United States for not doing so as well, because what the United Nations was trying to do was to get enough countries to say, okay, cut it out. But there are certain countries blocking that U.S. being one of them. So you see... So and now we have a situation where you have Biden talking about you know he wants to go and sit down and talk about a ceasefire there like he's he was supposed to meet with leaders from Israel and Palestine tomorrow today a few minutes before we got on the podcast Palestine said fuck you no I'm not doing it and since that you have the roster of countries back in Palestine getting longer and longer and longer Right, so you still have countries like Italy and stuff. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. Come on now. Yes. We're going to put an embargo against Russia.
3: We're going over a year now with Ukraine. Embargo never hit Russia. They still had it. She studied the Vietnam War. The French started it and doubled in the US. And I'll never forget what the Swiss ambassador said. It is not in your constitution, not mine, to get involved in that stuff. That's why I have a UN. The United States likes to jump bag, in that, they a big wheel, and now they caught again.
2: See, right. this is a
3: war. Yes. It's happening in Palestine, war. You start dropping bombs and stuff, next I want to bet the ground troops are going to come from Israel soon. They're going to send them over.
2: But right now, well, this is a war.
0: Well, yes, and then you have, like I was saying to Manny, you know, to this point, right, you have countries like Russia, China, Iraq, Egypt. Saudi Arabia, the list is getting longer, Pakistan, North Korea, right? They're all saying, nah, fuck it. You have France, Italy, um, you know, the U.S. supporting Israel, but that list is a little smaller than this list. And like he also said, you know, typically you would expect Russia to be saying, all right, fuck it, I'll take advantage of the situation and I'll go fuck with Saudi Arabia now. I don't think they'll even do that. I don't see that happening because you see this is an attack on Islam and I'll say it again right people have to pay attention to that okay just because somebody lives in Russia or a different country does not mean they cannot be Muslim and just because you're not Muslim does not mean that you do not respect Islam right because we also have Jewish people saying they don't agree with this at all you see and this is why us here we have to care because that shit right there you think it doesn't matter to you right now like you said three, this is war which means that very soon they're going to want to recruit people to support it because as you also said the us like to stick their nose in it right so what's going to happen after that any thoughts on that manny
1: well yeah i mean i i, I want to um you know echo the fact that there have been multiple U.N. ambassadors um, that have, you know, uh, in, in, in the you know meetings that the U.N. has, um, have very outwardly and explicitly, you know, stated that uh, there needs to be a ceasefire. Um, in fact, you know, uh, I, I think a U.N. envoy um had even put it out there and said that, you know, Biden can't continue unconditionally uh, supporting one side without, you know, um, taking account the other, right? Um, So, like, they they have very, I mean, and this is, uh, there's been statements from the Russian UN ambassador, from, um, you know, uh, the Palestinian one, um, from you know Italy and France, and like CJ was saying, you know, a lot of different countries, um, and they've all been in just you know the United Nations meetings, um, making these remarks that yeah, this this is becoming a very very real, uh, situation that you cannot continue to simply see, you know, uh, one side. <laughs> Right, Israel, um, and be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, this, you know, it, it wasn't fair, and this, 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 and Hamas, and no, because because now what we're seeing is so many Palestinian people just being outwardly and and just uh, very very blatantly without remorse uh, being killed, right, uh, innocent civilians. Right, not armed, or not even trying to be in the fight, and they're just being murdered, right? Um, so you know, so the UN definitely is is taking a, a stance of there needs to be a ceasefire. Anyone who's not advocating for a ceasefire, you need to advocate for a ceasefire, right? That's that's the message they've been saying, but. um Yeah, no, aside from that, right, like you said, you know, CJ, um, you're seeing countries who uh, usually would, I mean, they pretty much are known for minding their own business and if it doesn't concern them or affect them, I mean, they they don't have a care in the world, you know, for, for what's happening, you know, in another country. But in this instance, these, you know, those very same countries, they're now putting their two cents you know into it and saying yeah no this 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 ain't right this is not this is not okay you know um and that's something we don't see right we don't see that particularly you know from north korea we don't see that from you know president xi jinping right uh, of china um you, you definitely don't see that from a country like Russia, right? For the Russian UN ambassador. Meanwhile, they're in the midst of their own conflict, and and they take enough time to sit there and say, "Yeah, what's happening in Israel Palestine is not right," you know. So it's like, you you really have to look at that, and and if that doesn't let you know, you know, that this particular conflict, right, unlike the Russian Ukraine one really is something that you need to be paying attention to if all these other countries, you know, who, who again, stay in their own lane majority of the time, if not almost all the time, are coming out and making it their business. Yeah, um, I, I think it's safe to say it's, it's worth paying attention to.
0: Well, I'll tell you assuredly, the fact that the hospitals are turning into morgues it is not pleasing to the muslim community right and there have been calls by muslim leaders for people to say prayers and duas because the truth is that is not the nature of islam to call for this violence that is what is perpetuated that is not what is but again that is the plague of you know following the western media because from the very beginning this was a story skewed where you know all the favoritism went to israel you know it was portrayed that they were this victim of this crime and this happened and i'm not trying to say that to negate the life's loss don't get me wrong don't come for me that's not what i mean what i mean is as manny just said you know the media the media played this role right of ascertaining you know who is guilty and who is innocent let's not forget gaza is recognized for being the world's largest prison. So if nothing else as a black or brown person made you relate to what the fuck is happening there, that statement should. Let that statement sink in. Imagine everywhere you live. We live in New Haven, right? Uh, We all live in different parts of New Haven. Each has its attribute. You could give it a description. Each has a unique, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Gaza is just a big prison. How sad is that, right? And now these people are criminalized more. There are reports that, you know, folks, Israel, you know, threw down those pamphlets and told people flee from the north to the south, and then you go and you bomb them. Then you hear that all these people are in the hospitals. The UN tells you, all right, come on, let the people get their emergency supplies. Routes are blocked, right? You know, supplies are not getting there. The U.S. is just sitting there, you know, as, as three fifths said, Biden bit off more than he could chew because even Obama said to give Palestine its freedom. Imagine that. Learn your history, people. Obama said that. He said Palestine should be free. Leave it alone. Time has come now, right? Set the people free. He said that, right? So, Biden, why the fuck? I mean, come on. But that's white supremacy for you. Let's not forget. A few days ago, your friend Joe Biden also said, publicly that the white race will be the minority race why was he so worried about that so you see when you hear terms like ethnic cleansing please know where it's coming from right these are not just being said because people are bored that is not why what happening here is wrong on a worldwide scale and i don't know if people really understand in america i know in my home country in tran tobago you know Right now, across the Caribbean, people are talking about what's happening over there because they know that, as Trifus pointed out, you know, there's going to be certain things that are going to be affected. We saw this happen time and time again. We saw this happen, you know, back when when the U.S. went after Saddam Hussein and them, right? The price of gas. We saw what happened with that, right? And we already have... You know, these attacks happening on innocent people. We have the little boy who got stabbed to death for nothing. For nothing. So the hate, all of this is fueled by hate, right? Innate hate. That's what this is. It's hate, right? And people need to see that for what it is. The people at Gaza. Were criminalized in the same fashion that black and brown people are criminalized, and you all know that. You know that we walk in a room, if we don't look and talk a certain way, we don't fit that profile. What do you think these people in Gaza are going through? So, for those of you who want to say, Oh, no, no, I don't give a shit. Oh, no, no, there's a bunch of people over there. Let me tell you something. them people in Gaza <laughs> they live in a life you would not wish on the person you hate the most. Trust and believe that, right? They have no power supply. They have, you know, their main supplies are are dwindling. Hospitals are turning into morgues now because they're running out of medical supplies. We have doctors who are uploading videos in crises, some of which are not, you know, TikTok, social media. You know, they are not allowing these images to be published. They're taking them down. So you're going to see them resurface in different formats. That's why. Because as quick as they go up, they get pulled down. That's how much the media is trying to control this narrative. We have content creators, right, who are being attacked, right? Their social media accounts are being attacked. Their posts are being trolled, right? And when that happens is they have to go create a whole new thing, try to find everybody, do it all over again. This is all being done by design. However, on the opposing side, narrative about that seems to be going through fluidly, okay? Okay so you know there's a lot that's happening here and people do need to care and i'm glad that we have this space you know to prove that there are at least a few trust me there's a lot of black and brown people talking about this i'll say it again islam is the biggest religion in the world all right we have a lot of black and brown brothers and sisters who are muslim okay and if nothing else right let's not forget our brothers and sisters who are serving time in prison for bullshit long ass sentences because our judicial system is fucked right we have teenagers who are working can't find jobs can't see their way out can't even make a decision don't give a fuck about signing up for the military right they're in pain so if you want to sit there and comfort yourself and ignore the bullshit and say okay that's happening over there it doesn't matter to me over here and carry on trust me you're going to be the first one we saw this happen with covid soon as COVID became a pandemic everybody and the half cousin ran down to the grocery store to buy frozen food left the vegetables right there right so let's not forget okay so what do you feel needs to happen now three-fifths what do you think should be happening i know you spoke about the un but aside from that what else should be happening in terms of the communities the you feel? Thing is,
3: is, you have to get a de escalation, which is a ceasefire, but you got to get de escalation. You got to find somehow, try to find de escalation. Mm-hmm.
2: That,
3: that's what you have to do. You, you have to find that. And mm-hmm.
2: I, think,
3: mm-hmm. I think the UN Council is the first to go to. Because it's like Malcolm said with us you, you take it to the world court like the court. now. Uh-huh. You, you take it to the world court? And that's the world court. Mhm. You got to find
0: Well, they're going to have no choice because with these countries that are coming in, right? And again, if people did their research on the Israel war crimes, you'll see why, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Listen, you'll see why so many countries now, South Africa and Africa as a whole, they're a little divided now, but that will sort itself out, right? I mean, some countries are not wholly supportive of Palestine. You have like a country here, a country there that may not be, but I'm telling you all, the list of countries in support of Palestine is not small. And not only that, but when you look at their capacity, I mean, don't sleep on Egypt now. Don't sleep on Egypt and what they could do right don't sleep on countries like Pakistan don't think they won't do something right or the Philippines like people forget these are all countries that exist and also have militaries Manny, what do you think what, what do you think needs to happen now, and what would you like to see as a.
1: yeah um i i definitely definitely agree with three-fifths right um and and i've been saying it uh, pretty much since the first day um there needs to be a ceasefire there really really needs to be a ceasefire i mean the 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 conflict uh i mean to say it's escalating is kind of understatement because it's already escalated but but it's on a continuous uh upward trend um of becoming more violent, more severe, so, so many deaths that are, are, are coming out day by day. Um, so there needs to be a ceasefire. Um, but with that, right, um, you know, what, what I, as, as a Gen Z member, right, um, you alluded to it uh, earlier, right, is our leaders, right, our, 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 the people we elected to be in the, the, the positions that they're in, right, our elected officials, I need them to quite literally, I mean, come out publicly and, and advocate for a ceasefire. I mean, they're, they're silent right now, right? It's like, I, listen, I, I, me personally, I'm not asking you to come out and say you know, whatever your conviction is. I, I, at this point in the conflict, I don't care, right? All I care about is the people that are losing their lives, the children who are dying. I, I mean, I saw a video today of this little boy, right? Who his his older brother, which I mean, not like we're talking maybe 13, 14 years old, you know, his older brother and was dead in front of him. And this little boy is saying, you know, wake up and and, and I'll see you again. And I mean, the most devastating, I mean, literally tears coming down my face, the most devastating sights, Right. And there's so many more of those scenarios that are happening. So at this point, listen, I don't, I'm not asking my elected official, come out and say your public conviction. I don't care anymore. What I care about, is this violence and this death, so much death that's happening. You need to come out and with your position, with the power you have, right? Call for a ceasefire and and listen, if you've got to work with other politicians or whatever and come up with a strategy, do it. It should be your, not only your moral obligation, right? But you are an elected official. This falls under your purview of responsibilities. When things like this happen, you represent us. And if we, your constituents are saying, yeah, there needs to be a ceasefire. Yeah, there's a lot of death or whatever. Why aren't you taking that to the rooms that it needs to be taken to? So yeah, so, you know, as a Gen Z member, right? With all my elected officials, obviously are much older than me. Yeah. Do it. Because Gen Z wants absolutely nothing to do with war. We're good. Listen, we're not interested in it. We're not interested in war. We're not interested in violence and, and death of children and, and, and women and elderly. No, we don't support none of that. So, you as the elected officials, as the leaders, right, as the adults, quite literally, bottom line, we're relying on Yahoo. Go and advocate that. Go and put that message out. So, yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm saying, you know, as a Gen Z member.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm going to add some to that. So if you feel like if you're a lawmaker and you feel like, you know, okay, there's don't give me the excuses. Let me start there. Let me backtrack. Don't start there. I don't want to hear the fuckery. Well, this one, don't, no, 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 no. The same way y'all could go on social media and take pictures and selfies and all that other stuff and videos, do a video and say, I call for a ceasefire. I am such and such from such and such city and town or whatever you need to say, call for the damn ceasefire. That's all you need to do. Let that video trend. Get up and stand the fuck up. And let me tell you all something, for y'all who really feel That what happened in Palestine doesn't matter to you, doesn't affect you, and whatever other foolishness you put in your brain to satisfy yourself. (laughs) The fact that these people are not calling for a ceasefire should answer your question as to why we are still fucking dealing with police violence and the oppression of black and brown people. Hold these people accountable. Hold them accountable. Don't just show up when they, they're looking for office and take the picture and smile and hee hee hee. No, 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 no. This is what we talk about here on the show. You got to hold these people. They're not up there to pose. They're not up there just to show up on the New Haven Independent and criminalize young people. And, and let me say this. I'm going to rant real quick about Gen Z because you all starting me now. See, this is this fuckery. You all keep forgetting, right? Gen Z had to deal with being Gen Z during COVID. They did not get to have their childhood. I know y'all want them to go to war. Why don't y'all just put them in the middle of Gaza too? Let's just do that. Let's pack up Gen Z and throw their ass in the middle of Gaza because that's what that is, right? That's exactly what that is. I mean, you're prepping them for it, right? By having so many schools that look like prisons, by having you know, selective opportunities for black and brown people, tokenization of the black and brown youth, right? By making sure that you groom them and they have to do how you say and all this other fuck shit, as if you was never that age. You know, our expectations of them are very, very high for a bunch of people who need to get their shit together. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, right? I mean, this is just ridiculous. If you're a lawmaker, and even if you're not, like, look at McDonald's okay serving burgers shameful there's a list of companies that you know they're calling for boycotts on for the different rules some are franchises some are not walmart is one of them but unfortunately some of us rely on walmart because of the cost of goods and stuff they're asking for a boycott of these stores how about we get some more people like we're seeing the colleges now we're seeing more and more college staff professors, administrators. They're saying their piece. But how about we put that aside for five seconds and just say ceasefire. And it's as simple as starting it on a social media. Just write a post, do a video. You do it for everything else when you need to get fucking attention. Why don't do it now when it actually makes sense and it shows that you give a fuck about humanity? You see what I'm saying? That's how I feel about that. I think that You know we are humanity itself is turning its back on gaza right what we're seeing in gaza is what what happens when people want power place and privilege you follow that money and you'll see why this is happening how could the u.s come now and justify over 70 years of funneling money there for war you tell me but did you even know that so before you decide who's who what's what and even write it off there's a lot of similarities there with gaza that you might say i might want to humble myself and show some empathy and if you have time right it doesn't take long take a minute and and say a prayer a dua for the people of gaza one of the things that i said during this week on behalf of black and brown united in action is that what is shameful here in connecticut is that we have all these you know White led groups and majority white groups that are coming out, you know, talking up against Palestine, but they're not giving space and place for black and brown activists and advocates to share their space and pieces, right? We don't get that. And if we are invited, we get like what? The last rule, the last line, or whatever. They put us low down on the number. The point I'm trying to make is this the whitewashing needs to fucking stop. When you look at this situation at Gaza that's happening right now, there's no way you cannot find at least one similarity to the biases and oppression that's happening right fucking here. From dirt bikes to everything else, the prison population, the fact that we have sex workers that are getting killed, raped, all of that. We don't give a fuck about that. We don't seem to give a fuck about the fact that. Our houseless population is actually comprised of a lot of working class people. Working class. Working poor. Those words. You see? So before you cast that stone and decide, I don't, you don't need to give a fuck and carry on with your life, before you know it, you might be the one who might need to give a fuck the most because it's about to get real and it's about to get real, real fucking fast. Before we close out for tonight, Three Fifths, you want to share Thank you, sir. Well, we appreciate it. Yes, we have to empower Gen Z because we're doing a shit job right now. Manny, closing thoughts?
2: Thank you.
1: You know, I I really have to (laughs) express such a a sincere gratitude to three vets. It it, it
0: always, always, always is
1: such uh, an honor uh, to receive your support. I truly, truly mean that. (sighs) <sighs> uh, I, I say this message with an actual heavy heart. I mean, I I feel so weighted down Um, because, you know, I, I don't know about anyone else, but when I actually sit here and think about what's happening and to all those people um, who are dying and, and getting killed um, without remorse, without hesitation. Um, and the fact that it's, it's every second of every day that has gone by since it started. There's, it's not like things get put on pause over there. You know. And when I really sit here and I think about that, it truly, truly does make me sad. I mean, I, I I was literally crying about it the other day. Um because I don't I don't know how you can't. I don't know how you cannot actually feel for them. Right and, and actually be sad. It's it's children. It's helpless people. People who they're not fighting back, they're not they're not shooting back, they don't have weapons, they're not they're not violent. Many of them in their own homes and then it, it's just getting raided and, and they're just shot right there and there. It is the saddest thing in the world to me right now. And so, with, with a heart that is so heavy, I cannot emphasize and express enough that this needs to stop as soon as possible. I mean, I'm hoping as each day goes by, I'm hoping today is the day. Today is the day that it stops. And yeah, some of you, you know, might be like, well, maybe you're, you know, it's, it's pointless to have that hope each day, but, but no, I, I, that doesn't matter to me. I'm going to hope each and every single day that goes by that today is the day it stops. Because I want to believe that today and every day that passes will be the day that children and these innocent people stop dying and stop getting killed. So, yes, I am asking, I am pleading for our elected officials, for everyone, really, whether you elected officials or not, for everyone to advocate for a ceasefire. Because imagine if it was your child, if it was your brother, if it was your parents, right, who just senselessly being murdered. You would do everything in your power to make it stop. So why aren't we? That's why it should matter to you. So I advocate for a ceasefire. I'm hoping that it'll end any day now. But aside from that, as always, especially with this topic, you... You, you, you have the power to change things. You have the potential to shift the atmosphere wherever you are. Um, and there'll be people like me, CJ, three fifths, and so many others who are having these very hard conversations, right, and bringing these points to light, um, and and are doing everything we can to help. But as always, we welcome you to be there on the front lines with us. And for those of you who can't be on the front lines, then to help in any capacity that you can. Because whether you're on the front lines or in that back room, the power that you have is all the same. So, you know where you'll find me on the front lines of every fight, particularly this one. Um, getting on people's nerves, saying the things that make people uncomfortable. But that's how changes happen. It's when you step outside your boundaries and make some people uncomfortable. I thank you all for your support. And um, if you are a spiritual, just a prayer tonight for all the people that have lost their lives. That's all I
0: ask. Thank you so much, Manny. You see, this is why we cannot we cannot not have gen z at the table right now we have to right we have to we must do that all right as i said before mashallah man what man ignored ashallah <laughs> y'all don't know allah will not ignore believe that i'd like you all to join us now as we're going to hold a moment of silence for our friends in gaza and those who have lost their lives to this war so far And just ask Allah to guide, give them safety and strength as they persevere because victory will be theirs. we have new angels in heaven now and for anyone who has seen or has not seen the videos they're very hard to watch but please lift their voices share their stories palestine will live on and it will continue to thrive allah will be with them know that we just need you all as manny said three-fifths said i'm saying it take some time Say a prayer, say a dua. Lift up their voices, lift up their hearts. We have new angels now, new wings in heaven, all right? Victory will be theirs. We can't thank you all enough for your continued support and empowerment. You don't know how much that means. Wherever you are, whoever you're with, please know that we appreciate you, and we look forward to you all tuning again soon. That's all for now. Fist up, smile on, see.